Welcome to Event Marketing Redefined, a show where we teach you how to create immersive and meaningful face-to-face -face experiences that drive real results for your business. I'm your host, trade show and event marketing expert, Matt Kleinrock. Now let's get started. Welcome everybody to another episode of Event Marketing Redefined. We are live at Exhibitor Live on day two. I have the one and only Dave Wallens with me, CEO of Exploring Inc., ID3 Group, Brewmark, Exploring Graphics. You got three really cool companies thank in there. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, man. Good seeing um, you. Full disclosure, Dave uh, is my mentor and someone's helped me out a ton. I appreciate that, man, and thanks for all the support. You bet, you bet. Enjoy it. Thanks, man. So you are industry vet. You have three really cool companies in our space that do three very different things. Tell me a little bit about what you're seeing in the industry right now, anything cool you're seeing, anything you're excited about personally? Yeah, you know, I love seeing the industry come back like it is. Yeah. I mean, it's been really, really exciting to see it bounce back and mm -hmm. be as active as it is. And that's really leading to a lot of innovation, I think, starting to see it even on the show floor to Exhibitor Live, seeing a lot of LED technology, mm -hmm. seeing a little bit of AR being used out on mm -hmm. the show floor, yeah. which is good. So people are pushing the envelope and innovating and really focused to uh, delivering a good brand message, which is great to see. Yeah, you know, I've been having all these conversations with the CTSM folks, right? These event marketers, and I'm really like encouraged by what they're saying. So some of them not as experienced as others, but pushing for results, pushing to deliver experience, right? Talking That's about right. the right things, talking about the audience, which I think is like just really, really good for our industry moving forward because events need to be a marketing channel. You know what I mean? Totally agree. You know, we've been pushing that for a long time. Everybody in the industry has to show value and, you know, this is the time to do it. You know, they got a choice of where to put their marketing dollars and hopefully they're going to put them into events and trade shows and because they see the return. So nice. agree with you. Tell me about some of the like awesome work that ID3 Group is doing and there's like custom <laughs> themed just like environment and just awesome builds you guys are doing. Tell us a little bit. Hey, look, it's great. You know, look, all we've done is just kind of lean forward and take a, you know, a vision of the future while we, we look and build a company today. But, you know, that put us into a lot of different markets besides trade shows. So we're into, you know, retail environments yep. and we're working in the hospitality industry and we're working in the themed environment industry. And so that really pushes our, mm -hmm. our uh, thought process as we're building projects. So we've got a lot of fun things, yeah. uh, some big customers, Great Wolf Lodge being one of them. We're doing work for aquariums and Nice. And, you know, it's, it's really fun because we get to take the techniques we do in yep. one industry and apply it to another for a little bit of innovation. And that really uh, allows our team to really be creative in how they solve problems from a fabrication point of view. So that's awesome. What's the like full value proposition there with what you guys are doing to those different spaces? Is it the creativity? Is it the sort of like I would consider them to be like over the top, wild build out type of material stuff and things like what's what's the value prop there? You know, our goal is to be another tool for our customers, which are the design build firms. Right. Yep. We don't work brand side. So we're not the design firm mm -hmm. to come to from from that perspective. But we want to be a, a, a tool for our for our customers by giving them solutions to the designs that yep. they're doing. And really not having to think about parameters and, and really looking to, for design for the sake of what's best for the customer yeah. and then executing on that. We do that through a process called three-dimensioneering where we actually take design or your designs. Mm -hmm. We meld it with engineering, figure out how we're going to build it using the right materials and the right techniques. Mm -hmm. And then we bring it to life through our manufacturing process. So we've leaned in 
to advance manufacturing. So we've got robotics, plasma. Yep. You know, look, we got water jet cutting. We've got 3D printing, right? And mm -hmm. all this integrates together to be really a solution provider. One of my favorite things at your super cool facility, and it, it could be simple, but for me it's awesome, is that big foam thing where you take a massive piece of foam block and then it just gets carved out. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> it amazes me every day too, it's man. It's crazy. I, I get to walk through the shop and see some very cool things being built and parts and pieces and then see them come to life. But, mm -hmm. you know, robotics is a big piece of that. It's really hard yeah. to find, you know, top-rate sculptors these days and at the speed that we have to go to to yeah. produce these projects. You know, sometimes there's just not enough hours in the day. So we've leaned into robotics and we really built our team around building three-dimensional models that we're able to bring into programs to let our ro robot cut these elements yeah. and into the finest details. So it's really cool to be able to see these things come to life. And when you mix that with the artists themselves who come in and the sculptors and, and being able to refine these things, uh, man, it's, it really brings how we solve problems to a new level. You guys have a, uh, I remember being at your place, you guys have like a gigantic King Kong size, like basketball <laughs> player, like an Atlanta Hawk. I forget who it was in Millsap. Yeah. Ryan Millsap. Oh, yeah. I mean, just in the ceiling, the rafters. I mean, it's huge. Yeah, he's it's, about about 25 feet tall, 20 so feet cool. tall. And that was downtown, right? It was outside downtown? Yeah, he was a billboard in his day that we built. So it was very cool after they traded him and they retired him. We worked with the Hawks to get him back, and now he's up in the shop, and he's an icon in our shop, and, and we love it. But it really shows an example of our work because mm -hmm. the stuff that comes in to our facility will go out the door, and uh, unfortunately, folks like you who do get to do a tour of the mm -hmm. facility don't get to see our final products because yeah. they're in and they're out. He's one that we get to keep there all the time. So he's, he's an icon now. That one made me you laugh. You cannot have him, Matt. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm going to keep asking in indirect ways. You, you said, ever, wait, do you ever see the golf club we made for Mizuno? No. Oh, yeah, we made a giant golf club driver when Mizuno was launching it at the PGA I'll golf event. You. Oh, great, great project. Too. Now I'll end up asking you for that. Yeah, I know. Or maybe I'll just bribe James for it. Uh, we don't own it, so we, <laughs> we'll have to remake you one. All right. You mentioned like immersive, right? These experiences and things yeah. that are being created. I think that's a hundred percent of direction this industry is going in, right? Experience has been talked about five years ago, right? Experience, experience, experience. But I don't think it really came to fruition. I feel now it's truly starting to come to fruition. Just tell me a little bit about that, because I know you were a little, you were on the front end of that, and. Yeah, you know, we as an association, Exhibit Designers and Producers Association, EDPA, yeah. changed their name to Experiential Designers and Producers Association yeah. because we are in so many unique environments that it's really about the experience and not about the construction mm -hmm. anymore. And I do agree with you, Matt. Uh, you know, the industry's been slow to move to the experiential by, you know, really taking challenge in themselves to find ways to create that connection, yeah. that brand connection in unique ways. You know, we've leaned to materials that we know because things turn so quickly, but we're starting to see it more and more. The past five years, I would agree, we're starting mm -hmm. to see more people really embrace that experiential, bringing in new materials and new techniques, new, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and just taking bolder steps and bringing in things from, you know, what the themed industry, theme experience industry yeah. or theme parks and bringing them into the trade show world and really trying to bring in a little more three dimension. It's been good to see the evolution happen, though it has been slow. I think we'll start to see it accelerate. You know, I just had a uh, young CTSM program person on my show, event marketer. Her and I were just shooting the breeze about stuff and talking to her, and she actually used the phrase ROX, return on experience. And I was oh. like, hey, walk me, 
walk me through that a little bit, you know? And another conversation I had the day before, someone was talking about the emotions they want people feeling when they leave their space, when they leave their booth, how to extend that, right? And that experience, what sort of, what's it leaving you with? What's it making you feeling? Is it memorable? And I think that's all what that stuff does, which is really cool for brands. Yeah, that's brilliant. I love that concept and I agree with it, you know, because that's the real benchmark. Do yeah. we actually do something positive and affect our customer in a good way while they're at our show? And we, you know, that's, that's the beauty of the trade show. We mm -hmm. have that opportunity for every show we go to. Right. Yeah. Um, and hopefully that's what we're achieving. That's Can, a great benchmark. I love that. Yeah. And that cool what she said, and she said, they're actually trying to figure out how to measure. That would be a challenge, but it's, it's possible. I, I think it's a conversation of another CTSM program person I talked to was talking about they are struggling to measure what she considers intangibles, right? And I said, give me an example. Yeah. She said brand awareness. So we started going down the rabbit hole of talking about like what are some ways to measure brand awareness. Right. And there's other things outside of just a flat ROI. Like, hey, we spent 150 grand. We drove 100 leads and we closed three in the next nine months for half a million dollars, right? That's a simple equation that most people can do good to figure out. Right. But those intangibles people are starting to figure out now, the experience, all that. You know, I, I think when you say that, it leads me to think about the whole organization has to be embraced yes. around that concept yep. that you really need to have everybody's buy-in to make that work because as you leave with a, a lead, the sales team is going to have to be really well engaged to measure yes. that, right? Upper management's gonna need mm -hmm. to be paying attention, understanding that objective. Marketing is gonna have to pay close attention mm -hmm. to the results of that. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I, I see that, definitely see that. And um, and I think that's what has to happen. Yeah. I think, you know, to have an experience that's effective and know it and, and, and track it and evaluate it, you're mm -hmm. gonna have to have feedback from all aspects of your business. I think it's interesting that you mentioned executives having buy-in, right? Because here, with the people at the CTSM program, they obviously have buy-in because they're sending right. for education. But I think in our industry, one of the big problems is there's a lot of people running event marketing programs, trade show programs, who don't have buy-in from executives. And just doing things the way they've always done it will suffice, per se. I actually had somebody say that, quote, unquote, hmm. right? So that education piece, that pushing the boundary, I think is something that need to find a way to do it, need to find a way to deliver on it. You know, and I think that's where technology will start to take a play in that. You know, when you can create these exhibits in a VR or AR environment, think about mm -hmm. educating your sales team before you even built the exhibit Yeah, and letting them start practicing what they're going to deliver, how they're going to deliver, how they're going to follow up with it after a show mm -hmm. and extend the, that experience that you had on the show floor, you know, for a year. And, and yeah. how does that integrate with everything else you're doing? That may be a little easier process with technology today. So... Yeah, I could see it. Maybe that's a place for some more of uh, the virtual events that have happened yes. and how they extend themselves. So, yeah, I mean, we have to continue to to be willing to take those yeah. chances to push it, to show the value, or, or we'll stop seeing customers coming to trade shows. We don't want that to happen. No, no, we don't. Another interesting thing, attribution, right, from marketing, where things are labeled, how, where are they coming from. I had one woman I sat with was like, it's just hard to identify everything, you know? And I think a lot of big companies have an old school model way of saying, hey, attribution, we need it perfectly aligned. It came from this ad in Google to here. Whereas now events are like, whoa, 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 where's, where's our footing here? Right. Are we entering people in the top of the funnel, the middle, the bottom? Where are we pushing them through? What are these touch points looking like? I thought she asked me a fascinating question about what they're struggling with 
in the space because my point is people are finding success with face-to-face events and now they're trying to figure out how they're tying it back to deliverables, ROI, ROX, business objectives. Yeah, regardless of how they may be tracking it, the fact that they are trying to track it is a great thing. Yep. And love hearing that and keep talking to them because that's where we need their eyes. Mm -hmm. They know how to track it better than we ever will, but absolutely. There's so many ways to impact, you know, what they're doing with their marketing efforts around a trade show. It's awesome. So love to hear it and love to hear the results that you, that you're hearing back from this. So keep sharing them. You got it, man. Something you always tell me that, that I always, I've, I've heard you say a bunch. It always strikes me and gets me really questioning, well, it gets me questioning myself, but is you always say think bigger yeah right what right now in this industry what's maybe something you're thinking or you're hearing about where you think people need to be thinking bigger what's a space anything where you think people need to think bigger you know great question and i appreciate that you know i say think bigger because that's really where you drive a future vision and you start innovating to to reach you know bigger than what you're what you're used to and it's easy to get complacent and Mm -hmm and design the same things over and over again yeah. or build the same things over and over. So pushing yourself really, really helps. You know, I'll give you an example of that. You know, my thing big right now is the fact that I believe that the designer is going to be at the top of the food chain very, very, very soon. Yeah. And that we have to realize that our industry needs to more for the design. You know, the, the experienced economy by Jim Gilmore and Joe Pine. They've yes. done an amazing job. I read the book. If you haven't read it, you got to read it. I got it yep. You know, they're all about an experienced economy. And I think what we're morphing into is a custom experience economy, whether it's at a trade show or anywhere, at a restaurant or hospitality, right? It's going to be customized to ourselves. So the only way to meet the need of the customer that fast is with a design team that's well in tune with changing and being able to customize an experience. So, you know, the designer is going to become more impactful. Look at AI, what it's doing, Mm -hmm. right? People are fearful of it. But the fact is, with, with AI, you're able to do things so quickly. So think about the power of the designer who can learn it, understand mm, it, and bring yes. it to a company. The value of a designer just went up exponentially of importance. I think they'll be, you know, probably more important than some of the, you know, detailing and project management, which are all unbelievably important. Yes. But the design is going to drive that where yeah. they kind of been following, you know, customers and they're kind of in their silos. So I do think it's going to expand. And I think that's a maybe a bigger vision, but I think that that vision is going to start to come to life. I like that a lot. I mean, design coming up to the top of the food chain. I've always said in our industry, design sells. It does. People want design. They crave the design. They want to see something visual, right? And I think what you're talking about, like experience and like the experience economy, right? Maybe design economy is the new thing, but like what it makes me think of is like Top Golf or Tiger Woods' thing, Pop Stroke. So they're taking restaurants and they're saying people want an experience when they go to a restaurant, not just to sit down and have food. That's right. So now you're seeing these massive build outs, which are designed. There's a designer. There's a concept. You walk up to a pop stroke. You're like, whoa. I mean, it's it's awesome. I was there three weeks ago with my kids. It was amazing. And that's, I think, tying that in the design with the experience. You bet. It's going to be key. You're going to like this one. So I was just at a private club. That was basically a country club environment mm-hmm. without the golf course. Yeah. So you literally have to be a member. Yep. And they have all the simulators and everything mm-hmm. so you could actually play Inside. a little golf, but it's a bar and a restaurant. Yep. And, you and, that, and that's their environment without the golf course. Great idea. And they're packed. 
And they're sold out. Because people like the social aspect. They love all aspects of that mm -hmm. experience of sitting in a clubhouse after we play golf and enjoying that experience mm -hmm. is what they want. So they gave them what That's they good. wanted, and their customers are, are absolutely loving it. Private Smart. meetings are, I mean, it was a great concept. And things like that are just thought, you know, it's really about creative thinking, about thinking outside the box and, yeah. and pushing ideas mm -hmm. and then going for them. Like that. Any issues in our industry that you feel need to be are like, I mean, there's a lot, just like any industry, <laughs> right? I mean, there is. But any ones in particular you think need to be taken care of right away, should be a priority, should be a focus? You know, we're, we're an industry that's challenged with a workforce. Yeah. And that's a huge issue to, you know, many industries, but especially our industry. We're challenged in different ways because many of our companies are hiring carpenters and welders mm -hmm. in the trade. Yeah. We need detailers and project managers, and yeah. there is no track at, at university level, mm -hmm. really, to get them an education. So workforce becomes a, a huge challenge for us. We have an aging work, workforce, although we have been backfilling it, and we're taking some initiatives yeah. to change that, which is great. But I think that's a big issue for our, for our industry in general, and that's one that we got to pay close attention to. And then really looking at technology again and just seeing how technology is going to impact in a good way our mm -hmm. industry wow. it's an issue if we don't pay attention to it it'll be great if we do and, and take advantage of it so i was talking to a woman from the ctsm program she was talking about using ai she writes her emails with it absolutely so just the evolution of you know gen z's millennials who are going to become the buyers right now for the next 10 years the buyers are going to be gen z and millennials right they're using ai they're going to test technology they're going to want technology you so, bet, I, you know, look, we're saving time. I, I mean, look, I'm old enough to know. I don't, started date, my, your, don't date yourself. Yeah, here. I'm going to do it. Don't so, date. in 1983, I bought, <laughs> I started my company and bought my first computer in 1983, right? right? Mm -hmm. When computers came out, we were like, oh, this will make us faster, right? We'll be able to do more. And sure enough, we were able to do more. Yeah. Look at today. Now we're so consumed with doing things. Look yeah. what AI is going to do. It saved us time. We yeah. backfilled it with other stuff. We're about to experience that all over again. Yeah, with AI. And, you know, I kind of agree with Bill Gates and Elon Musk. I mean, it's, it's scary, but it's exciting all mm -hmm. at the same time. I mean, you've got now the opportunity to backfill with time that lets yeah. us think and be even more creative and, you know, more innovative with the things that we're able to do. You know, I'm excited for AI and I'm excited with technology, what it'll do for us. So I'm not worried about filling time. I think that's going to happen. I think AI for an event marketer, a good example I've used is I think to myself, like, you know, if you're an event marketer, and you're doing events, you need good messaging. You need good story. You need good narrative that you're telling about the problem you solve or your value proposition. You can go into a tool like ChatGBT and sort of state multiple questions about what you sell, what you do, to whom you do it for, and say need a message to deliver about whatever, and it can give it to you. Oh, yeah. So you can speed up your work. You can get yourself in the right direction faster by being creative with it. That's right. Yeah. Maybe have more options instead of running down yeah. one direction because you only had time for one. You can now look at two or three yeah. and challenge yourself to, you know, when you start using the tools that are at your disposal, you'll make decisions differently and better. But, you know, well, and, and ultimately you're saving time by not having to do all the typing and yeah. all the research, right, all that is really minimized. So uh, it gives you more time to, I think, execute on things that are going to be more important. Look, I, I just saw today, Mitchell Mock was doing a presentation okay. and, uh, and showed renderings, full renderings mm -hmm. through chat GPT of projects that he put parameters in that were beautiful. Right. And he did it in literally seconds. He was able to, to generate a design of an exhibit wow. in multiple industries. 
you know, it's not going to put the designer out of business. It's just going to let the designer have more time to creatively solve things in a unique and different way. And maybe more be involved with the customer in more impactful and important ways. So, yeah, I think it's great. It's a tool. It's a tool. It's going to be a great tool to have. Workforce. How do we solve workforce? I know you've been, you know, ADPA is a big conversation. I've heard tons about it. You're involved with it. What's, what are some solutions here? You know, it all comes, when, when there is no college course to generate future employees, if you yeah. will, in our industry and educate them, we have to do it as an association. Yeah. We have to do it as a member of the association. We're all in it together. And I think that means everybody has to reach out and realize that our our pay it forward is to give back. And that's going to be to find and spend time into educating our young folks, not just mm. in college, all the way back in elementary, middle and high school. Jeez. And if we could start making that effort and just educating them on our industry, educating them on how people make money in our industry and mm. what their opportunities yeah. are, I think we're going to build a future workforce just out of our efforts. And this is one unique industry that knows how to come together uh, knows how to come together as one. You see it going on with the Randy, what we've done at the foundation. We know how to come together as one yeah. unified voice. And I think that's what we really need to do and each play our own part in this. And I think in a short period of time, we could reach thousands and thousands of students who will really understand the future benefit of yeah. the trade show world and event world. You know, we've hired some young staff recently over the last you know year and a half as we're coming back and looking for them in certain places and looking for a certain caliber of person. But we have a few that have been with us six months to a year that will literally tell some of my directors and our team like, oh, th- th- like this is great. I didn't really know this was an option for me. I didn't like those things get my brain turned thinking like, oh, like people aren't even considering this. That's right. And knowing that it's available and knowing that like the concept of bringing something, you sell something that you bring to life, that you produce is a cool, it's a cool thing. Not every business has it. And I think it's a big, talk about value prop, I think for our industry, selling to workforce, bringing something to life as what you do for a living versus something transactional that doesn't really exist. Absolutely. Uh, is a big sell. Yeah. What other industry can you actually go in and, and from start to finish in 30, 60, 90 days? see your idea turn into reality. Crazy. We're one of those few industries, very prideful, very meaningful, mm-hmm. and then have a good result by your client. There's yeah. nothing that, that makes you feel better. A lot of self-satisfaction, and you can make a nice living in this industry, yep. incredible living in this industry. Yeah. And there's a tremendous amount of growth in this industry yeah. as we start to really look for. That's where the big idea is, and that's where forward wow. thinking really needs to come into play. Yeah, it's a beautiful industry, and, and more and more people need to know about it, no doubt. Any advice for me? Wow. How long do we have today? We, if you, we, we can reset a therapy session starting now. All right. Yeah, I charge by the minute, so that's okay. Hey, look, my only advice to you is keep doing what you're doing, Thanks, man. man. I'm super proud of you. You're Thank doing you. great things. You're taking a lot of chances and risks, and you're Thank learning, you. and you're failing, and you learn from those mistakes and move on. You know, we need more people that are fearless like you that are willing to go do it. Thanks, man. Building great team. You know, that's all, what it's all about, and empowering those people around you to yeah. do good things. You know, it's it's that mindset that we need more people like you, Matt, to really cool. keep driving Thank this you. industry and appreciate all you're doing and the energy and the yeah. and the enthusiasm and your age has no criteria to that success or failure. Yeah. It's your drive and your willingness to go after it. I love that and keep doing what you're doing, man. Thanks, man. Thanks for coming on the talk. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to Event Marketing Redefined. 
To make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to our show in your favorite podcast player. Want to learn more about how to make your next event stand out? Follow me, Matt Kleinrock, on your LinkedIn or join our Facebook community. Thank you for listening.